And that question basically was asking how our emotions tie into our habits and how we can break unwanted habits. So as somebody who has broke tons and tons of addictions, habits, and the like, I feel that I'll have a lot of insight for you so that maybe you can do the same thing for yourself. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time here with me today on the show. It really means the world to me and I just want to let you know that. Now today's episode, I actually recorded a video with this same topic, but the audio did not turn out as well and I like quality for this podcast. I know that there's a lot of you who listen to this with headphones, so I decided that I would just re-record it in the podcast format. Now, if you're new to me, I want to welcome you to this podcast. I know there's a lot of new listeners, and I also want to say thank you so much to the veterans who have listened to this podcast since day one. You guys are amazing. You've been with me through a lot. And um, I want to say thank you guys because we have now reached over 3,600 downloads for this podcast and it's still going up. So I really appreciate that so much. And I want to say thank you if you have left reviews for this podcast, if you've shared this podcast and all of that, because without you, this would never happen. So thank you so much. Now, today's episode is actually inspired by a question that I received over on Facebook. And that question basically was asking how our emotions tie into our habits and how we can break unwanted habits. So as somebody who has broke tons and tons of addictions, habits, and the like, I feel that I'll have a lot of insight for you so that maybe you can do the same thing for yourself. I think it's important to first define what a habit is in the first place. And a habit is basically just something that you do, an action that you take um, repeatedly over time, and then it becomes a habit. It becomes natural for you to do it, whereas you're not even really thinking much about it. You just do it. Now, our habits and our emotions are interconnected. They fuel one another. Every time that you feel a certain way, it kind of leads you into a habit, a habitual action that you would take. And then those actions that you take also create a feeling. So there's kind of this feedback loop between our emotions and our habits. And depending on how we feel will determine how our habits are formed and vice versa. I think it's also very interesting to think about our emotions in the sense that they are energy in motion, right? So the energy that drives the habit does kind of come from the fuel of the emotion in the first place. So how exactly do we intervene? How do we stop this feedback loop so that we can create habits that are going to create long-lasting fulfillment instead of feeling like there's always something missing or that we're not living in alignment with 
our highest potential. Well, in order to change a pattern or a habit in the first place, you have to start by becoming aware of the emotion that is driving that behavior. Most of us have been disconnected from how we really feel because there's you know so much distraction and then nobody really has been taught emotional intelligence. So a lot of the time we almost fear our emotions and so we aren't really aware of what is driving our habits in the first place. So that's the very first thing that you have to make sure that you are doing is that you are aware of the undertone of the energy behind those habits in the first place. And I'm going to give you an example because like I said, I have broke plenty of addictions slash habits and the way that I did it was exactly how I'm explaining it to you right now. So backstory, I was a smoker, started smoking at the age of 15 and I finally decided to quit smoking at the age of 28. So there was a good almost about 15 years of smoking, give or take. And, you know, once you develop a habit for so long, it becomes almost an identity. So when when we first start this process, we want to make sure that, well, that we are aware of what we are identifying with. I used to identify myself as a smoker. Now, for somebody else, they might identify themselves as somebody who just loves cookies, you know, and you might love cookies, but that's not your identity, okay? So we have to learn how to separate our identity from our behavior or from the things that we enjoy or like, right? And I know this is tricky because we have been conditioned to believe that, well, if there's something about us that it must be us. So it's just a little mind trick there, but practice with that because here's the thing. Behind that, there's an emotion that drives it, right? And so for me, when I was smoking, and I had to really explore what was driving this habit, I discovered that it was stress. The emotion of stress was constantly plaguing me. And I didn't really know what was driving that stress, but I knew that every time I got stressed out, that the very first thing I did was go step outside to light up a cigarette. And there was also times where stress was just lingering in the background because well, with my past, I grew up in toxic stress. So stress was normal for me. I pretty much identified with being a stressed out person all the time. And I didn't even realize it. But the thing is, there's more underneath that first emotion that you're going to run into, right? So in my case, I ran into the emotion of stress. But what was behind that stress? So, you know, we kind of have to keep digging in order to get to the root of the problem. When we get to the root, we can pull it out by the root and then we can finally replace it with something new, with a brand new seed to be planted. So going back to my example, in my case, what turned out to be driving my stress was the feeling of not being good enough or not even doing enough, not being a good enough parent, spouse, friend, etc. It was all lingering behind the stress. And it was unresolved and ignored and repressed for so long that it started manifesting as a new emotion called stress. And then, of course, that stress fueled my bad habit of smoking. So from there, you know, once I dug down and I struck gold and I realized that, you know, it was stress, but behind that stress, there was so much more. Then I had to learn how those 
feelings, how that vibration of energy felt inside of my body so that I could alchemize, transmute, or surrender it. All of those words basically mean the same thing. And then after I learned how to alchemize and change things inside of me, then I could finally replace the bad habit with something else. And I could use my emotions and my actions together to create the best outcome, which obviously now I haven't smoked a cigarette now in over four and a half years. And the interesting thing is that I always get the question from ex-smokers and current smokers who are looking at quitting if I ever get cravings or if I ever would resort to smoking again. And I always tell them, no, I never have any cravings. And they look at me like I'm an alien when I tell them that. But I strongly believe the reason why I don't is because I went to the root and I started shifting it there. A lot of people who quit a habit or try to break a habit, let's say smoking, for example, they will just not do the action, but not address the emotions behind it. And that is self-sabotaging. Even though most of us don't realize it, it is. So when you change your identity, you don't even think about those things anymore, right? So for me, smoking basically doesn't exist until I'm talking about it here, you know, giving you an example or something like that, or if I walk past somebody who's smoking a cigarette, but it still doesn't trigger a craving inside of me because I no longer identify with it. So let's talk about how we can get you to the same place or so that you can understand the dynamics of how to do this. And for me, I believe that this comes through an emotional detox. So there's two main chemical messengers that we create in our bodies when we want to create pleasure or happiness in our lives, right? And those two chemicals are dopamine and serotonin. Now, when you're doing an emotional detox, what you are essentially going to be doing is lowering your amount of dopamine and raising the amount of serotonin inside of your body. Dopamine is the chemical that, you know, if you feel empty inside, it sends you out to constantly want more. Dopamine is all about the reward system. It is all about instant gratification. And that can look like food, sex, social media, retail shopping, anything like that. And it's very, very addictive, right? Dopamine always leaves you wanting more all the time. And it's a never ending cycle. And it always is fueled by this like deep sense of emptiness or not feeling whole within already. Now, serotonin, on the other hand, is all about the natural feel good hormone, right? It's all about how you can feel good without needing something outside of you to feel good. It creates long-term satisfaction. It's non-addictive. You feel grateful for what you have instead of always wanting more. And, and then you also learn how to feel whole. When you are producing enough serotonin, you feel whole. You don't feel hunger for more. You feel satiated. So as you are aware of the things in your life that produce either way more dopamine versus serotonin, that's when you can start to shift that. What I highly recommend is to sit down with a piece of paper 
and then on one side of the paper, write down dopamine, and then on the other side of the paper, write down serotonin. Now you're going to fill in each column with your own specific habits that create dopamine or serotonin, and you're going to see where you might be out of balance. This is going to help you to get your energy in alignment, right? Because remember, emotions are energy in motion. So essentially, what this emotional detox is going to help you to do is to address your energy blocks, and then you are also going to be addressing your energy leaks. Your energy leaks is where you're putting energy, and it is not giving back to you, okay? So I covered a few things that create dopamine, like an excess of food or sex, social media, retail, There's plenty more, but there's a few examples. And then some things that help create serotonin is things like exercise, sitting in silence, doing a social media or technology detox, reading a book, pretty much anything that promotes long-term satisfaction versus short-term gratification. And the more that you do this, the more that you take yourself on this emotional detox, you know, you might be a little uncomfortable, first of all, because your body is used to you producing certain chemicals for it. And when you stop doing that, it rebels. But don't give in. That's the worst thing that you can do is to give in. Because what you want to do is you want to make sure that you can do at least 21 days without giving into something. But it's important to not think in the term of 21 days as your destination. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason for that is because it's too big for you to grasp. The goal is too big and it can be too overwhelming, especially when you're making big changes. So for example, when I quit drinking alcohol, I didn't tell myself that I was going to quit forever. I told myself in this moment, I'm not going to choose to drink. And the next moment that would come where I wanted to drink, I would just tell myself the same thing again. In this moment, I choose not to drink. And then if you want to get to the bottom of it, you want to go within and see that feeling that's driving that that craving or that habit and sit with it and transmute it and let it go, right? Don't try to push that feeling away, but allow it to be there. It's only coming up for you to witness, And then it goes away itself. It integrates. And then from there, all you keep doing is you stay consistent, creating new habits that are formed from long-term satisfaction or by creating more serotonin. And this is a practice. This is something that you will have to practice with and be patient with yourself. Because again, habits are formed by doing something repeatedly over time. Okay. Don't forget that over time piece, (laughs) because again, we're not looking for instant gratification. We're looking for long-term fulfillment. And so yes, our emotions definitely drive our habits. Our habits fuel those emotions, but we've got to throw the wrench in that cycle somewhere so that we can experience what it is that we truly want to experience. So good luck out there. I know that you got this. I know you do. Just take it one step at a time. Because like I said, you don't want to create a goal that's too big for yourself. 
that's what leads to sabotage. That's why everybody who creates New Year's resolutions ends up not completing them within like two weeks because they're looking too far in the future. You have to be present now. The only time that exists is now. So whatever it is that you need to do in this moment, honor that. The next moment will come, then you honor that as well. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be hard. I also want to congratulate you for taking on this challenge. It's this very thing that's going to create a better world for us all. I'm a strong believer in self-mastery for social change. And when we change ourselves, we become the example in the world. We step into our sovereignty. We are not victims to our habits. We are not victims to our emotions. They are only messengers. And what I have always found is that even in those darkest, deepest shadows, there lies a gift. And that gift is the transformation that you're going to experience by looking deep into that suffering. Anytime that we have an emotion that fuels a habit that creates a negative outcome, it's always because we are trying to fill a void. I want to say thank you so much for this question. It was my pleasure to answer it. I do hope that it helped you. If it did, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star written review. And if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on this podcast, feel free to contact me on my personal page on Facebook, CodyAnnSmith.com, as well as Instagram, which you can find both of those links below in the description of this podcast. If you feel that you need a little extra support on your journey to sovereignty and self-mastery, get a hold of me. I offer one-on-one mentorship programs as well as Gene Key readings. The Gene Key readings are extremely helpful for you in understanding your shadow patterns that undermine your happiness, your purpose, your love, and your prosperity. So if you're interested in any of that, get a hold of me and I'd be glad to help you. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.